the most action-packed content from the top mobile experts. This is the App Masters Podcast with Steve P. Young. With over 120 million happy users, Theorem Reach is helping app developers make more money with fun, rewarded surveys that you can easily add to your app. Go check out theoremreach.com to learn more. Want to double your downloads using ASO? Check out appmastersacademy.com to discover our exact ASO strategies to grow your downloads. That's appmastersacademy.com. What is up, App Nation? Welcome to another Friday YouTube live stream. I'm here. It's Jesse. It's going to be 107 degrees today. So that's why I'm a little casual. Unfortunately, I don't want to be too hot and being all in a, like a collared shirt, but I'm super excited to have you guys on. Thank you guys for coming. I see a lot of people, first timer, Moti, welcome, man. I Today, we're going to talk all about A-B testing on the app stores. What's really going to make an impact on your A-B test? Should you test your app icon? Should you test your screenshots? Then it does a app preview video work better versus just having screenshots and does the ios description matter at all should we just put in long description and leave it at that but today we've got a great guest he is the co-founder of geek lab and you guys can check him out but what into the description below but what they allow you to do and i'm going to show you their website real quick geek lab right here geek lab app geeklab.app and what they allow you to do is just do all those A-B tests. So you want to A-B test your screenshots, you want to A-B test your app icons, you can do that through their platform. So go check them out, geeklab.app. But without further ado, he is the co-founder of Geek Lab, Jesse, and I'm going to try it right now. Jesse Lepiayan, welcome to the show, yeah. my friend. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Yeah, that was really close. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, like it's uh, well. As you can see, I, I, I'm wearing a sweater, so definitely not not in. It's 107 degrees here. We're actually based in Finland, uh, so it's it's well, it's still summer, but it's getting a bit colder every every night, unfortunately. So so hence the sweater, and and hence the very very hard last name. But you did it well. You did it well. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to give a shout out to a few people, Jesse, Andy. What's yep. happening, my friend? We've got Moonshades, the game. I think we looked at the the thing. Yep. Moti, hi, first time. <laughs> Moti, you might be on the wrong channel. He said, hi, Eric. Eric from Overpass Apps. He does a YouTube live stream every Friday at 9 a.m. So Moti, I'm not Eric. If you want Eric, you got to go to his channel, but welcome. If you want to talk about black hack techniques, we can talk about that as well. Mantify is here. And then Andy, good morning. How's it going? Well, welcome back, Demetrios. We got your app, so I've got it locked and loaded on my phone. We're gonna take a look at that. And then Swatish, what's happening? All right, and we got some questions going on here. But Jesse, you were telling me before we started that something happened with Fortnite yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. It's uh, fighting the urge to go to Twitter uh, all the time and read what's happening. But um, uh, I'm not gonna like even pretend that I know, know, I know everything around this topic, but uh, uh, so basically, well, Fortnite uh, does not exist in App Store nor Google Play anymore. So, so uh, Fortnite decided to take a stand against uh, Apple's and, and Google's platform cuts. So, so 30% of the IAPs uh, and and promoted like they had a pop up, uh, an, an in-game update and, and a pop up that 
uh, ask players to go to their store instead and buy the, the in-game currency from there and get a 30% discount uh, if they do that. And, and that was against Apple guidelines as well as Google guidelines. And, and because of that, Apple removed Fortnite once and for all from, from the store, um, as well as then uh, a few hours later, Google did the same thing. Um, Epic even released like a video. Uh, uh, you you got to watch it. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's, it, it has this um, Apple, like literally an Apple, uh, pretending to be a dictator or something in this uh, 80s nor wipe uh, video uh, and, and at the end of it they say that uh, you know they're taking a stand against Apple in this in this matter and uh, they're gonna fight for it and they even load, like put up uh, online their their uh, they, they file a lawsuit and they put the whole 62 pages of it uh, online both for Apple and Google so yeah, interesting, interesting times. Someone called it the the missile crisis of of Apple. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there there have been a lot of takes on Apple and Google. I know, hey, the email they've talked about like Apple just squeezing the life of the indie right. developers and taking so much too. Hey, Jesse, I don't know if it's me, but the streaming and buffering on your end, you're coming coming out shaky. So I wanted to ask the audience if that's if you guys are experiencing the same thing. And I don't know if it's my internet. I'm at my office right now, but let me guys know, let, let me know in the comments below if you guys are experiencing anything and definitely let me know where you guys are coming from because I'm always excited to hear where everybody is joining in from. Oh, Lorenzo's here. What's happening, my friend? I think he's in South Africa. Joe, good to see you every day. Okay, no, he, Joe's saying everything looks good. Thanks, Joe. You gotta come on, Joe, to this. All right, well, Jesse, well, let's talk about this then. The, yeah. In terms when you've got so much experience with A-B testing, in terms of A-B testing, what do you think is the most high priority thing of the App Store creatives we should A-B test first? Right. Um, it, it depends a bit on the uh, like test that you want to do, right? Um, so, so there's two ways to kind of take a look at this. One is uh, optimizing something that you've already proven that works quite well, or, or the other one is to do something completely, completely different. So. Um, Imagine we would we would have like uh, let let's use uh, a puzzle game as an example that would have a hospital theme as the whole meta and, and everything around it, right? So so for uh, if if you want to try out like what could be the best marketing impact of of really emphasizing on the hospital meta uh, versus then focusing more on the gameplay elements on the screenshots and stuff. Uh, so in those cases, what we tend to recommend to do is to take a look at the whole the whole thing a bit more holistically and, and uh, at the same time run a test with both the icon and the screenshots because the visuals do matter the most. Um, and, and icon and screenshots because it's, it's much resource, more resource heavy to do a video preview test for, for every single variant. So we, we tend to start from screenshots and icon to test these holistic concepts and then start to optimize it from there. So in this example, let's say uh, you are now trying this this hospital meta against like gameplay uh, focused assets. So on top of having a good emphasis on the on the hospital stuff on the screenshots, putting that thing to the icon really makes the whole thing like consistent. Uh, whereas then the gameplay featured one, you could have the more traditional, uh, let's say match tree, uh, gameplay elements on the icon, uh, a bit more more of those on the on the screenshots, but just having a couple of hospital characters kind of backing up and and giving hints of the meta. Uh, 
So kind of if you want to do that holistic thing, take a look at the full picture. Uh, but but if you're really optimizing things, so so something you really should go forward is is uh, like the screenshots and the icon, uh, especially as well as the video preview. But but the easiest wins are usually on the screenshots and icon. Okay, and then have you experienced anything? You know, I get this question all the time from clients. Should we invest in a video app preview video? What are your thoughts on this? It it does it does make a difference. It's a bit harder to test that because uh, obviously the auto plays don't don't work uh, with with lower internet uh, speeds and and especially in in Safari that's actually disabled these days. So it's a bit harder to test those hypotheses. But but we've seen that it it does uh, have an impact. It does take more resources. So if you want to uh, really like first figure out like your hypothesis and 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 especially always start with the hypothesis right so so uh, like like i mentioned earlier like in this hospital uh, gameplay example for example so the first thing they want to do is is to nail down and 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 make really good looking screenshots to fit those hypotheses and test that against each other um and after that um start running uh, app preview uh, videos uh, for that as well. Have you, we talk, had an earlier talk with a lot of ASO companies. Have you seen app preview videos work better for certain category of apps versus others? The big thing that came out of the other webinar that we did together was that usually it's for games, like app preview videos are way better for games, but for non-games, we've seen a mix. Sometimes it increases conversions, sometimes it actually decreases conversions. Yeah, uh, and and this is also a tricky part because uh, there's, there's strict guidelines on app preview videos from Apple. Uh, we've heard clients get like rejected by having a cropped button uh, on the, like, so so basically they took recordings from, from uh, let's say like the iPhone, uh 11 pro and then when they just crop that video a bit shorter uh to to fit the the 5.5 inch uh version and and a corner of the button got like uh cropped out so so the whole build got rejected meta rejected so so sometimes it can get like really really hard to to put in something extra to the app preview videos which is why like you can see a lot of hyper casual games and games that heavily heavily rely on the uh, gameplay uh to 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 really get good results with these gameplay videos but then if you take other genres like uh that focus more on the player fantasy like uh midcore games for example that that take great shadow legend uh they really need to emphasize on their uh amazing uh cgi characters uh to to Get the fantasy out to the players when they market their games. Uh, it's it's harder because they always have the risk of, of getting rejected when when you put something that's not exactly uh, something that you have in the game. So it does vary a lot uh, with with different categories. All right, let's get into some of the questions. Moti, I know Moti said, "Hey, me and Eric do it at the same time." Fortunately, Moti, nine a.m. is the perfect time for me to do it. So I had no idea he was doing it on Fridays as well, but. Anyways, you have to pick, I'm sorry, but Moti says, hi, Eric. It's not Eric, it's Steve, but thank you, Moti. Do you have, have you ever tried any black hat techniques because black hat ASO seems to be more cool 
the normal ASO tactics. I actually have Moti and you know, in 2015, we discovered that having keywords in your reviews actually had a big impact on your keyword rankings. Fortunately right now it hasn't had that big of an impact, but we're running some keywords boost type of campaigns and we've seen some actually good results there. Obviously this would be gray hat, black hat where you pay for reviews. So I've tried a bunch of different black hat ASO techniques. The thing that I always say to people when they want to venture into this world is be careful, especially on Google play, because they will just ding you and take you out of the app store without any notice. Whereas Apple's a little bit more lenient and saying this publicly, unfortunately, but that's what I would say to you. Yes, they do work. Just be careful and we'll do a deep dive on the keyword suit boost thing and I'll make some recommendations on that. Anything on your end, Jesse? Right. Agree. And, and, and it's a bit harder to build a strategy around the black hat techniques because they can go away as fast as you, you, you discover them. One example was that uh, at some point, I think it was with Mar Mario Ron, uh, people discovered that they had some keywords on the uh, package ID. So, so instead of having Mario, I think they had Sarah, like the clothing app. Uh, and, and that allowed them to rank really, really high with that specific keyword. And that led to a lot of people um, like doing keywords based optimization on their actual package ID. But I um, haven't seen people do that anymore, nor do I, have I seen uh, people like, or, or that rank up anymore. So, so like I said, uh, those are techniques that you, if you're discovering, you're the first one of them, good, but, but they might go as fast as you discover them. So, so building a, a long run strategy on top of them can be quite dangerous. Yeah. And I'll get to some of the comments in terms of going back to the app per video, the app preview yeah. video too. Boto says definitely videos make a big difference in games, apps, not that much. So he's had a similar experience. Romaine, a friend of mine, he got rejected for having 3d iPhone in my video. So you're right, Jesse, like sometimes, you know, yeah. you make that investment into a video and then Apple rejects you and they're like, no, you can't have that in the video. So be yeah. careful. And, with at that. The and at the same time, you might see like your competitor have a full CGI video. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's something editorial, something that they pick one by one. It's crazy. Yeah, I agree. Okay. Let's get into some of the app audits. We have four different app audits for you. Moonshades, I'm glad you're here because I let everybody know when your app is going to be audited. If you guys do want to get your app audited as well, I know we're, we did a roast last week with Theorem Reach, so you guys can check it out if you want. Theorem Reach is take. <laughs> I kind of butchered that. But if you want take from Tom and myself, then go check out Theorem Reach and get your app, fill out their form. But if you want to just my take and just my, my guess, wherever that's going to be, it's appmasters.com slash audit to check it out there. So appmasters.com slash audit. Okay. All right, Jesse, let's get into this first one. Boom. We have Moonshades right here. So Moonshades, I knew you sounded familiar. All right, here it is. And he wants more keyword analysis. So you and I will both do a deep dive on this and you can maybe right. go into some of the, the creative side and I'll go into some of the, yep. creative, the keyword side. But I'll let you start off because I'm trying to get my... So my plugin's not working properly, so I'm gonna try to fix that. But go ahead, you start right. off. Uh, with the visuals or, or keywords? Let Whatever you wanna start off with first. Right, um, well, visuals are an easy easy way to kick things off. Um, and I can actually also try to push the limits of, of my internet bandwidth and, and try to even share my screen at some point. Sure. Um, 
so I, I, I pre-made like a, uh, a short list of, of other roguelikes and, and dungeon crawlers um, on, on Geek Lab side where we pull data and we can analyze some colors and stuff and see things side by side. So let me try to share this. Let's see if you can do it. And that way I can fix my right. thing. Let's see. I, I, okay, cool. Yeah. Perfect. There it is. Oh, man. That's great. <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah. So, so uh, yeah, I did, I did pull a couple of competitors here um, or, or other similar apps. Um, so let's, let's first start off from the, from the icon itself. Um, something that often uh, we tend to forget uh, is how small these icons actually are, actually are when, we, when we view these on the store. Uh, as well as uh, when we view them on the home screen uh, on the app when when picking up the uh, app again or the game again, uh, especially on Google again, like it's 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 quite quite small uh, on the device. Uh, so therefore, like when you looked at the the legendary Archero, for example, really really good stuff. They have they have strong contrast on the icon. They portray one element that puts like gives already like a good emphasis on what the game game actually is and you can see that from even even in a smaller uh size the reason them having like one year there that's also a good re-engagement tool uh in case you guys you have uh, lapsed players you want to re-engage that's that's something that works really well and also if you have users who still have your game uh downloaded but but they might not play it anymore and they have the auto update on so changing the icon and putting like a text like that on the on the side that says new update or something we've seen that countless times that it, it really picks up on the on the retention and you can see a huge peak on on people returning to the game um in the in the case that you still have um players who, who have the app downloaded and have that up there um but yeah then on top of that uh the the art looks cool you guys have so i would definitely zoom zoom in on that heavily heavily and and really put the contrast in and and you know, you can never go off with a strong female character and swords. So, so uh, double down on that. Uh, zoom in and and make the contrast so that it, it really pops up. Uh, that would be like a good first recommendation because the icon is surprisingly important element, uh, especially if you rely on uh, like organic installs and and some. If you're lucky enough to get featured by Apple or Google, uh, in in most placements. Not all, but most placements, it might just be the icon that that is is getting featured. So the icon needs to be popping up among the competitors as well as really uh, sell already what your game is all about. So again, put that strong female character, zoom in, maybe a sword to cross uh, crossed on the on the on the bottom of it should do good. Steve, you got anything on the on the icon? Yeah, you I like this, mission? man. I, I want to know, is it just adding competitors into Geek Lab that you get to see it side by side like this? Yeah, right. So so you, you go to Benchmark uh, where you can uh, like search for competitors and then you can add this to list. So I created a list called Moonshades. Uh, and, and then nice. what it does, it crawls, uh, like scrapes all the data from, from the stores live. So this is always the latest ones. Uh, and these are iOS, by the way, but but I looked and both Google and iOS were pretty much the same. Uh, you can do different languages as well. And and from there, we, we break down the colors and, and show the screenshots and everything side by side. Uh, this is still on the beta, but but it, 
surprisingly a lot a lot of people use it already even though it's on, on beta so we, we are currently working on releasing the final version of it um yeah looks great looks great and I, it it allows you to kind of see like where's your icon related and if i could give the feedback would be maybe the other when i'm looking at competitors the the hero person is way front and center he's bigger whereas you know your moonshade your app is the icon is like a full body kind of like this, whereas your competitors are like Jesse, like, you know, yet you, you have his beautiful face right in front of you. <laughs> whereas me, you gotta see, you gotta see the upper body too. So I would play around with maybe even bringing in your female character, hero character, even bigger. Cause that's, this looks like that's what your competitors are doing. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's um, get into, oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, like we can, we can, let's, let's do a keywords in between. And then, then I have a, I have a few words uh, about the, the screenshots that we can, we can then cool. do after. Yeah. I think, you know, you've done phenomenally well, Moonshade. So congrats. He's, I looked in the comments, he's doing it part-time. He's an indie game developer and he's got a full-time job. So it looks like you got over 500,000 reviews. Congrats, man. The screenshots look amazing. Everything. No, well, like the screenshots, when I come look at it, the graphics look amazing in this game. In terms of keywords, I'm I can't unfortunately get my Chrome extension to work properly to see your short description. But I what I always say is you want to figure out the the short the title is going to be the most valuable. And what I always try to do too, and this will be revealed in our keyword search search boost campaign is if the main thing is RPG, for example, find different keywords that are longer phrases that have RPG because that's going to help you rank better for RPG. Right, like so, free RPG game or maybe even crawler RPG game. I don't know if there's a lot of search volume for those type of keywords, but I would try to find keywords that have good volume that have RPG in it that are long tail keywords. Try to rank better for those, and then eventually your your rank for RPG will go up. And that's what we're discovering when we're running these keyword search boost campaigns as well. Okay, and yep. you want to add on the the screenshot side of things. Go ahead, uh, yeah, and, and and also like the same tool that we we have on Geek Lab, it does uh, break down the description, so I can uh, the share. Yeah, it does take. Currently, it's it's quite vague. Also, something we're doubling down on, but it, it does the trick. So it, it it pulls down the the description of all these games, and then just takes account on on the words that appear and how many times they appear. Um, so you can really see like. Uh, these four words getting emphasized a lot: dungeon heroes, dungeons, and monsters. Uh, so, so probably quite competitive keywords. So, one way is to also kind of take it the other way around and 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 figure out if there's there could be something else that 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 would tap into the same audience. Like, I, I really like the 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 art style that you guys have in the game. It looks like a proper PC game. I used to play a lot that i do not have time anymore like you got them oblivion vibes in vibes in that too like it's it's really cool um uh, so so kind of maybe maybe trying to tap into that audience through keywords we could could also be one opportunity um but yeah i sorry i there seemed to be like a comment uh yeah well, I, I was just, gonna say moonshade says uh, i'm using different icons on apple and google Andy said, why are you using different icons? And Moonshade said, A-B testing shows a blue blue background works better on iOS versus, you know, Google Play, I guess. But right. Yeah. We do not have definite data on, on like, which 
uh, colors work work the best. But but you're definitely uh, uh, that that's not uh, like that's something we've seen as well. Like that blue background is is the thing. There's a reason why uh, it it does appear a lot uh, uh, also among your competitors here or, or similar types of apps. So so definitely on point with that. Um, but we we've seen that it, it might make sense to also try that uh, again uh, with with Google Play uh, and and with the tips that we we had in mind. So kind of zooming in 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 on these elements. Yeah, let me show you the yeah. Google. He is top ten. So congrats, Moonshades. He's yeah, top ten for RPGs. Looks like really well. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Right on ten. And then here his really well. his iOS icon. So he's got the blue one. I really like this yeah. one. I don't know why I wouldn't yeah. prefer, perform well on Google, but try playing up. Like maybe having the sword like in the face, you know, like around the face, the face a little bit bigger. She looks attractive, <laughs> like bring her up a little yeah. bit more so that people we can see her a little bit more, Victor. But yeah, that's what I think so far so good. The look, you know, I've heard from others too from a keyword perspective. I'm doing great on Google Play. Unfortunately, I'm not on iOS. They're both two different platforms. You know, they have their own little algorithms. You've got 500,000 downloads on Google Play, which is amazing. You don't have, you probably, I'm gonna guess, you probably don't have that much on Apple. And so play around with some of that. I like that, that you have RPG. Try losing Dungeons Crawler in Moonshades. Just put Moonshades RPG. That might help your RPG ranking. And then you've got a lot of great ratings in the US App Store. Yeah, man. Like like, like, utilizing this too. Yeah, and really congratulations on the ratings. Uh, like uh, ranking over 4.5 is, 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 is always really, really good, especially when you have that many ratings. So, so well done. Yeah. And I would always suggest this is the Spanish Mexico localization that we're looking at. I always suggest to people is have it different from the US. You probably don't need moonshades anymore if you don't care about the branding. And as an indie app developer, like I wouldn't care about the branding as much. So the Spanish Mexico app store index, the US app store indexes the Spanish Mexico localization. So if you really wanted to target the US market, you put English keywords like you kind of done in the title, but you also put in the subtitle and you also put in the keyword field. I noticed that you've localized in Spanish if it's not a huge market and you're not bringing in that much revenue in this market, consider just using, I mean, maybe having this leave the long description in Spanish and maybe even the sh subtitle in Spanish, but the keyword fields, I might try to go after more like RPG related keywords in the keyword field itself of Spanish Mexico. Right. Anything um, you want to add? Yeah. Like then what, well, maybe one, one final thing from the, the screenshots point of view, uh, can, let me see. If, yes, here we go. Um, so, so as you can see, like a lot of, a lot of competitors have, have bullshitted images with, with even taglines and stuff. That's not a necessity necessity. Like you can, you can do really well without like having these marketing images, especially hyper casual games tend to have only, only gameplay, like actual screenshots of the game, uh, as their screenshots, which is what also Apple recommends you to do and might help you get, get featured. Um, but still when you do that so there's usually a story that they emphasize on on uh on the screenshots and and that's some, also something that we've tested we we had a couple of hypotheses on on what could work with this particular hyper casual game and, and we created different sets of screenshots and uh that were screenshots uh and and that sold a, uh, a story and and the story that won was uh visual progression uh, so you could see 
things evolve in the game through the screenshots uh like both in in terms of there was level counter and, and you saw that go up uh you you saw the equipment or in that case that was uh, there was like this one element that uh is, is in the core of the whole whole game so that got bigger and better uh throughout throughout the screenshot so so things like this uh like are something to keep in mind still if, if you don't want to go down the the road of, of trying to figure out like the marketing bullshit images uh sometimes being true that the product might even work work better so so not doing that um and but but still when doing just gameplay screenshots uh try to try to tell a story uh while while, while putting this up there so so really doubling down on the uh, progression and visual progression Hey Jesse, if you can keep that screen up, what I want to compare yeah. with too is the landscape versus the portrait. I see, you know, there's a competitor, a couple of competitors that say explore dungeons and stuff. Do you have you guys seen that these portrait ones with words and marketing message perform better than the landscape ones that just show the gameplay? Right. You mean like if if these have taglines mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. they are. Uh, yeah, we we haven't tested exactly that, and and we do see people like do taglines on, on landscape uh, games as well. So so can't really tell tell you exactly that uh, don't do taglines when, when you have landscape shots. Obviously, having a portrait game allows you to kind of still have visually good good amount of uh, focus on the center while, while just taking the bottom off. Whereas in, in landscape screenshots, it's, it's, it's a bit harder to kind of put those stamps in uh which which usually leads uh that every portrait screenshot have have those taglines uh whereas landscape might not um but um but it, and, and also re this is a good question also like whether the go landscape or or portrait um uh, ios and google uh that's that's the fundamental biggest difference between these stores right so so on ios the uh, the screenshots are, are uh, like scaled based on height, uh, whereas on, on Google they're, sorry, the other way around, uh, on, on iOS they are scaled based on width and on, on Google they are uh, scaled based on height, meaning that if you put uh, portrait screenshots on Google, they will take be quite small and you can see a lot of them, uh, whereas on, on uh, like iOS store, if you put the uh, portrait uh, landscape screenshot it will take up almost the whole space uh, i think it's like 89% or something uh, and 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 you will see like the description and, and the rest of it but if you use portrait screenshot it, it takes up more space so that's always something that we recommend testing too uh, there does not seem to be like a holistic thing that applies on every single product and, and and game regarding these orientations but but that's also something we recommend testing uh like between these platforms i like it okay let i think we've covered enough moonshades congrats man and andy said he's gonna download the game so andy said hey i'm gonna download today looks good so it pays to get your app audited it looks like as well but i'm so amazed by the caliber of apps that have filled out that form appmasters.com audit because you've got some amazing success so congrats and hopefully you know you'll go on and make a lot of money with this app and not have to work that real job anymore all right i want to get into some of the questions that we've had on this too damn comedy says questions for steve 
I have a subscription app, but 85% of them have billing errors when I when the trial is over. Most of my users are from third world countries. Is that why, or am I missing something? I do think, look, I'm not a technical guy, so you might wanna have to check with your technical guy, but I do think that that is the reason why you're seeing those errors. That is a really high percentage. And anytime that happens, that is probably likely the case. I have one client that is going through something similar and we just think it's because we're targeting too young of a group who may not have the funds or may have to ask their parents. I know with my son's phone, I have, he has to ask me for approval to buy anything. And so they may be running into billing errors that way. But if you're targeting third world countries, that may be the reason why your trial is getting removed or there's some billing errors when it happens. Anything to add, Jesse? No, like totally on point. We, we've seen the same thing uh, with with one of our clients. So it looked like there, there was some bug in the setup, but but you know it was actually just failed payments that, that caused the uh, billing errors. Got it. Okay, let me see if I can figure out some other. Kitcentric is here. We'll be getting to that app as well. I think I've covered most of these questions up top. All right, so let's get into some of the other cool questions that we have. Ive says, hello from Croatia. I'm owner of our educational app. We do a lot of A-B testing, but our app on App Store isn't going well as it is on game. Can you please give me some advice? Hey, I've, you know, I think the best thing to do is go check out appmasters.com slash audit. We do have a long list, guys, so unfortunately, you know, if you want to get bumped up, then <laughs> I don't know, pay for a consultation, but we do have a long list. If you want it for free, you're going to have to wait. That's uh, like I've said in one of my previous videos, Jesse, yeah, monetize off of impatience. If you can wait, great. If you can't, <laughs> well, then you're going to have to pay. And that's just the right. Life. Cool. Yeah. I one 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 idea was that uh, try try to figure out the portrait and landscape thing. So so that could be one thing uh, that is fundamentally so different between these stores. So if if things that you find out on Google doesn't apply on on Apple, uh, start off with that. I like it. Okay. Here's a question and keep those questions coming. If I missed your question from earlier, just leave it like damn comedy. He kind of put it back again, the same question. Aiden asks, Hey guys, do you have a process for validating an app idea before you build it? You want to take that Jesse? Yeah. Love it. Love that question because that's, that's a trend that's uh, fortunately becoming bigger and bigger uh, all the time. Uh, so, so that's, that's what we allow you to do with, with our tool. And that's part of the reasons why we built the tool. So basically, whenever you run an A-B test on our tool, it's not an actual app store that that uh, gets modified, but it's it's rather a one-on-one -on -one lookalike that we've built ourselves and that we host ourselves. And because of this, you can create these store pages even without having an app at all. Um, so that's the thing that that people are are doing more and more now. So so having strong hypotheses on on app ideas and and putting up like one ad icon, two screenshots even, like just to get the idea uh, and, and verify it uh, for, for like two or three of their ideas and variants, and then running a, a small campaign to their uh, target audience and seeing which resonates the best. And that that's totally something you can do before the app is out. And if you want to be a total pro, so, so we even have a survey tool on our platform. So you can add a survey uh, after the user clicks the install button, because then there's obviously not a any app that you can go and install. So, so you can have a survey and ask some qualitative questions from, from your uh, target audience, like um, 
like what would be the game features that you expect this type of game would have and what are the main motivations that drive you to play and, and kind of even the, the deep dive into demographics and this type of stuff. So uh, definitely you can do that and, and something that we highly recommend you to do. Yeah, and I love that idea because you can make an app appear like there's an app available and you can really test some of the paid marketing stuff. Look, I, I think Aiden, the other things you can do is literally find the community. You know, my, one of the videos I created called Go To Market Strategy, the, the macro level without going into the micro details is find the community. Where can you get an easy yes and go find it, right? Like that's how you easily validate an idea. Go find it. One of my interviews that's going to be coming up probably in September, but before I recorded it, Chris, he made a app that allows you to quit smoking weed. And he found a community on Reddit and he was engaging with that community a lot and said, Hey guys, if I build this app, would you guys want it? What kind of features do you want? And he slowly started validating this idea. And now in the interview, we talk about validating that idea using that community, the Reddit community, building it and then transitioning into a subscription. And he's three X his revenues ever since he went to subscription. So it's a great interview that's coming up and it's, what I'm trying to call like the month of side hustles, because we've got a lot, a lot of side hustler interviews coming up. And I know you guys love that type of interviews. I know when I was a side hustler, I love that type of stuff too. And so find the market, the community, go look for them, listen to them, engage with them. And then like Jesse said, you know, go to geek lab, create these things and see if like, Hey, I've created a first version. See if they start collecting download. And if you, they do are, then you have some basis to go off of too. You know, Jesse, I like, I was listening to this audiobook right before we got here and you're talking about like momentum, right? Like, Hey, how do you get momentum things in motion, stay in motion, you know, things that are still, they stay still. And I was talking to a coaching client yesterday and she was talking about like, I'm just feeling deflated and some things like that. And I'm like, look, you've done this. You know, she's been building that community. She has people that are interested. I'm like, you should celebrate every single win because that's motion, right? Like, and you, the hardest part I find with running a business is keeping that motion alive. Cause when you're first starting out, you have so much energy, like, Oh, I'm going to get this done. I'm so thing. And then when you launch it and it's disappointing results, how do you keep that in motion? And that's the hardest part. So I'm always telling her like, keep it alive get going. This is awesome. Celebrate these small wins because that way you keep the ball rolling instead of just stopping. Cause once it stops, it's hard to really get it picked up again. Nice. You, you gotta, you gotta link me that, that book when I listen to that too. Okay. Uh, that's <laughs> dude. Yeah. It's only the, the intro. Okay. I'm going to finish the oh. intro chapter. <laughs> <laughs> well, but, it seems like a good book. Uh, it's, been, it's, it's called contagious by Jonah Berger. I've read some of his other books too, but it's the first right. one that i picked up but I, there's a great book suggestion that I'll, I'll say i'll say for the end of the the episode as well all right let's get into some of the it's because i know you guys are waiting for that let me pull up this one word search so he wants to talk more about the organic installs i know a lot of this is the the questions that i get the most look guys organic installs are pretty darn hard to start getting going and what i've and jesse you know you feel free to disagree with me what i found in google play like it takes a little bit of a push rather than just being like, I'm going to keyword optimize and boom, get it launched in the app store. I'm going to do my ASOs and launch it in app stores and all the organics are going to come in. That's typically not been the case from what I've experienced. It's usually running some paid ads, running some type of acquisition, tweaking different things, tweak, constantly tweaking. And then you're starting to see like, oh, okay, things are working now. Now things, the ASO is starting to pick up kind of like Google SEO, the way I see it. Yeah. 
yeah uh, agree and and then there's 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 things that you can you can really uh try to do apple did open up uh can't really remember like i think half a year ago almost uh finally like they're also uh featuring submissions so so you can you can actually submit a a update that you have or an event that you have uh, to apple to to get featured and 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 google um they have their events uh like cards that you can do so so trying to get as much love as from the platform as possible is is also it's it's a it's a tough nut to crack but if you if you are able to that will change your game um and 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 when that happens so it's it's important that you, you get prepared so a lot of same things that we talk with moonshade could be echoed here regarding the yes. icon um so like i said like if if you if you then get featured uh by google or ios uh, app store so again icon should should be something that really really looks nice on a on a small smart spot uh on, on the like user's device uh, among tons of other icons um so so yeah yeah and i think you know what we've also found is the best way is to get feedback from your users what we typically do is look at the the ratings when you're figuring out what to say in your screenshots for example i look at the the ratings of our competitor, the reviews of our competitors, what are the most favorable things? What do they love about the app the most? And then regurgitate that, right? And then I even look at the unfavorable, the one to two star, what do they hate the most? And so you can say, we don't do this, right? Like you can sort of overcome that. We don't do X, Y, and Z that they hate of their competitors. I think word search now free on iOS, thousands of levels, decent, decent. Can you solve it? Okay. Multi-languages, relax. I think everything else looks good. I think, you know, you look again, I, without repeating myself, you want the good keywords in your title. You want it in your short description. Fine. Keyword research is what I found the key to making a huge difference. We have a client on Google Play where we've seen like 57% increase in downloads and it's all been keyword research and it's all been a collective effort of they're running some other acquisition campaigns along with keyword optimization. So that's really helped a lot too. What I also tell most people to do is, and you've done a good job of this, is respond to those reviews, right? And what I said in the past, if you want to do somewhat gray hat strategies, when you're responding to these reviews, have the keywords that you want to target in there as well, because it's only going to help. You're already spending the time to respond to these reviews. So if you want to rank really well for word game, then say, oh, I'm five-star review. Great game. Relaxing word game. Great. I'm glad you're enjoying all the words that we have in our game. Or, you know, I'm glad that's why we're trying to make the best word game possible. You know, have these type of things, like respond to all the reviews that you possibly can with the keywords that you want to potentially target. And then the last thing I'll mention, because I didn't mention in the other one is Google is from search SEO. So use some of the SEO tactics, meaning H2 tags, you know, we work well on an SEO level. We are starting to use that a lot when we're doing our ASO optimization on Google play. We're using a lot of H2 tags. We're using a lot of bold tags because they make a subtle difference. When Google looks at these H2 tags, what are the keywords in these H2 tags? They tend to have a little bit more weight on SEO and the same thing applies on ASO as well. Um, and and then also uh, I, I'd like to add that the uh, offline aspect is is quite cool. That's something that's that's not as competitive as as other aspects. Yet something that people really really crave for. Well, yeah. nobody's flying a plane now, 
but um <laughs> but especially later, like third world countries yeah. jesse like you know people don't want to yeah. use their internet like we we have internet everywhere yeah. but then you know in other countries like they have to pay per per download so offline is very good and especially on android i think that's offline capability is really important good point good point yeah um so so that's that's something that you could double down on and even maybe maybe have a dedicated screenshot for it uh like that really really puts that on the front i agree i agree cool let's get into this next question jesse yep. andy asks at what point do i start looking at in-app advertising force videos banner etc andy i don't know what kind of app do you have for one and jesse i'll let you take the lead after i say this but i would say as soon as possible. Like that's what your test is. If your monetization, long-term monetization vision is to have these in-app advertising or video ads, you know, Voodoo does these forced video ads. They have these banners. Ketchup, that when I interviewed the CRO, Christian at Ketchup, he's no longer there, but essentially he said banner ads were the number two revenue, most generating revenue. So banner ads do work. If that is something that you're considering in the long-term vision, put it right away. I know sometimes you want to get the right user experience, but at the same time, you want to see if your long-term vision is going to work too. So i kind of feel like right away, but feel free to disagree with me, Jesse. No, that, that's totally on point. Like two, two things uh, matter. Uh, first, like what's your monetization? So if it's IAPs, then that's a scary territory to try to, to get even more through uh, these banners as fast as possible. But if, if you're relying on ads and, and, so as as soon as well, the other thing that you need to take into account is also the retention. So so if if your average life curve for for a player is, uh, I don't know if if it's like a hyper casual game, it could be as low as like uh, five minutes. Uh, so you need to bombard them with that if you if you wanna wanna monetize them. Uh, so it really depends on 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 those two things. Uh, but but yeah, nothing to disagree with with Steve here. Um, uh, if if that's the way you monetize, so so you better start to do it uh, like as soon as possible to actually be able to monetize. All right, let's get into the next one now, Demetrios. I know you're here, so let me know if this is the app because your website docile is not working for me. All right, so let me know if this is the app because we're gonna look at it, and he wants us to kind of look at his overall app experience. So let me go into the app store presence first because the website is not working and I'm going to wait for Demetrios to come in, but here it is. This is the only thing that shows up Jesse. So I'm assuming this is the app, right? Like here it is. It looks like live stream on demand, live stream the world, what's trending live, earn money in your wallet. So I guess the more people I'm assuming the more people you get to watch, the more you get paid kind of like a YouTube model. I think if what, Whenever I see these apps that are very similar to other apps, I'm always like, what makes you different than like, you know, YouTube, Twitch, because I trust those guys. That's Amazon and that's Google, right? Like I trust them. How are you going to get me to trust you? That's making to make you different. So if it is this, like, again, the first three screenshots are the most important, earn money in your wallet. Like talk about like how I earn money if it's by views and have maybe have that as the second or third screenshot because live stream on demand you're pretty much saying the same thing as, you know, an Instagram live. Like, how is that different from what I'm already doing? Because you have another hurdle to get over, get over that. Like explain that, how it's different from this. Yeah. It looks like Demetrius uh, said it is, this is it. Okay, cool. Yeah. Great. Uh, no, no, all, all good. All good. Um, 
and then then another thing with live streaming is um, not the accessibility only for you to to be able to live stream, but also the accessibility for others to view it. So uh, like putting that as as one of the key messages you want to sell. So it's super easy for your friends to open that up or or watch others watch other like what's trending live that screenshot that Steve has like now up there maybe emphasizing on that even more putting that up front um one, one fun thing by the way we've seen um it's on average uh, this does vary a bit between uh, different app categories and 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 uh, products but on average less than 10 percent of users go past the fourth screenshot so so kind of things that you can do things that you can really make a difference is is happening on the first four uh, for on average 90% of, of your page viewers. Um, so so putting that message to the front and now it's what's trending live. Uh, it's it's a good message. It, it shows that there's happening uh, stuff, but it's still also centered for you to view it. Whereas if you want people to broadcast, so then kind of doubling down on the sharing aspect that it's it's super easy and accessible for your friends to to view and, and stuff so so that could be one potential uh uplift yeah okay let's get into overall user experience because that's what he wants well guess what demetrius we are live streaming so this is perfect get yeah. ready to join the most unique digital broadcasting company in the world okay see the world live stream real content from all over the world all on demand i'm i think it means watch it on demand too i kind of would change the wording on it because i don't i don't know if you feel this way jesse but it says stream real time content from all over the world cool all on demand meaning like watch it on demand i guess earn mm -hmm. money as a content provider love that the that's good so like when i can't scroll this i think here's dimitrios here's what it overall experience is right like i'm scrolling you see my thumb is my thumb is very similar to where her thumb is or where it's on the phone middle of the screen but i got to go all the way up top to go next so either put a next button at the very bottom down uh, well, how do i show this at the very yeah. bottom right here or don't make me don't like my fingers like my fingers are right here at the bottom right here right here yeah you're making me go all the way up top don't make me do that okay and even 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 a button button that says like start start earning money now or, yes. or like so something like that could, could do it I like that. It's like start earning money with your live live streams. So don't ask me for a push. I know this is new. He he told me like Steve, this is a beta version. But again, don't ask for push notifications without giving me a reason why. Because I'm gonna say no. I'm gonna put allow. Uh, turn on push notifications. Get notified with request to broadcast. Okay, cool. You should have asked that before. But if I hit now because I already said no, I'm gonna be taken to the settings. Right? Shitty experience. Okay. Do 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 do. I, I like up. the preview thing. I like the preview thing a lot. So so that you have sign up or preview, uh, like there on the left. Okay, cool. That's so preview. That, that's really good. So the you can do that, and then you can prompt to to ask to create the account later on again. That's that's really good. Look, he, he is asking for this. Okay, let's go full access. Uh, let's see. Allow. Okay. Yeah, I like this. Cool. Well, everything else looks good. So let me click on some people, send requests. I guess these are people in the app. And so I can tell them to, hey, why don't you live stream? I think if I'm coming to a live stream app, I either want to watch other live streams or I want to do a live stream myself. And 
I don't know what to do here. Are these people just people that I can request to do a live stream? Right? Like it it seems weird to me. Okay. But I don't know what to do. So my preview isn't as great, in my opinion. I'll sign up for the app. All right, let me sign up for the app, Jesse. I'm gonna remove my screen. Yeah. No worries. Yeah, no, no. yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, I can. So, so like on on your screen, just you had a image of an ice hockey match being being uh, live streamed. Can't exactly see what team team it was, but but that that looked neat. Uh, so so exactly what Steve says. So kind of jump into it. Uh, straight up, have like a TikTok type of feed. Even that that would be the entry entry point uh, where you could have this map UI button on the, on the on the very bottom of the screen where you could always jump back to and, and kind of view it from the map point of view. But at the same time, you could you could you would immediately start to watch these live streams, which would be a good thing for uh, yeah. the viewer as well as the one who's who's actually streaming because they would immediately get get views more easily than. Uh, you zooming in from from the map and picking them manually up. Let's send a request. Enter the duration. Oh, now I actually I might understand better what the app is all about. So you can request like people can sign up, like and please comment if 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 we're getting this. Uh, but people can sign up as as potential broadcasters, and then you can request for people to actually broadcast. And you can give them money if you want. Like, let's say someone would be on a hockey match, and you could pay them, and then they would broadcast from the spot. Oh, we have all. And I have to do so much. This is ridiculous. I don't know what else to do. It says, please select schedule location. Oh, okay. What if I don't want to see? You have no funds. Yeah, I think it's kind of weird. So I guess what you're right. I think that's what is it. Yeah, Demetrius said yes. Uh, right. I don't. Okay. So the thing is, if. Things are, you have nothing on demand, Demetrios, and I like that idea. I just come into the app and either you your screenshots at live stream or watch on demand and get paid for every live stream. But when I come into the app, all the things that you talked about are non-existent, right? Like I can't watch any live streams. I can't even live stream myself. What if I just want to live stream without being requested? So the fact that I have to dig into this, like, I'm doing this because you're a friend. You join our live streams every week and you have this app on it, but I'd be out so fast knowing what you just teed up for me. And then I come into the app and I can't even see one. I can't see any live streams. One, I can't live stream myself. I'm lost. I'm out. Right. And that's what the normal user is going to give you. Yeah. So, so basically I, I would explain this whole situation a bit differently on the first three uh, screenshots. So kind of, not a perfect copywriter myself, uh, not even close. <laughs> so I will try to, to to get these words out, but um, but like explaining it better because now now we kind of have to guess it after we we appeared on this this thing, uh, and and yet even like because as an idea it it does make sense. It, the the whole like flow just needs to be much much easier and faster. Right. Uh, like one. Good example, if if you want to take a look at like products and how how they've done well. So take a look at e-scooter brands. Like that's that's a pretty tough like thing that you need to do. Like from the first time user experience to get people to.
be able to pay and unlock a, a scooter within like a few seconds. So mm -hmm. take a look at how they, they've done the first time user experience, how, at which point do they request for the, the payment methods and, and all these kinds of stuff. So that, that could be a potential thing to benchmark, even though it has nothing to do with live streaming. And I think the problem is when you're so brand new to an app, it's there's not going to be a lot of people so you're not going to be able to demand a lot of different live streams yet or do you care about what's going and granted you know we're in a pandemic so not a lot of things are happening and i can't request different things to but i can see certain things that are trending if they're there like yeah obviously get paid but if i just wanted to live stream myself and put it on demand when people can watch it on demand that makes more sense because right now you're a content company and you don't have any content right like even if you think about uber or lyft I open the app and rather than me finding, I see little cars everywhere. I'm like, cool, done. Send a request, right? Get a taxi. So it's either like go live with your stuff right now. What are you going live with or watch a live stream? But right now to request one, I think it's too much. I think it's a next step. It's like a phase two of a product iteration rather than phase one. Phase one, you're, you're just trying to find product market fit. And the product market fit is, are people willing to live stream their stuff? And then are others willing to pay for that live stream? Done, right? That's the hypothesis. So how do you get to that hypothesis faster rather than me having to request? That's just puts a barrier that I'm never, that I'm never gonna ask because I don't even know what to ask this person right here. What am I gonna ask Andy? I don't know. And, what is and he maybe, even good at? Like, I don't know what to do. Andy, live stream what? I don't know. Yeah. And and like I personally hate this, but it's it's an effective tactic. But something you could try is that uh maybe like it, it would have a, a first two or, or three minutes would always be free. So you could always start up someone's stream for two or three minutes and after that you hit the payment wall uh on whatever they, they request uh as a money. So yeah. GR GR says, but those cabs are fake until they find actual drivers some are but who cares right like there's activity yeah. right it tells me emotion how many people are like these are is a fake these are not as long as they can get somebody to me within a couple of minutes i don't care if that was a fake driver or a real driver but it shows activity right okay cool uh yeah. i like that Demetrios correct sorry Demetrios. step is basically a request for content okay cool i know aj's being like hey guys can you please review my ax aj at masters.com slash audit brother. All right, go check it out. <laughs> you had a couple of different comments in there about this. All right, we're running out of time, but so let's go to the last app audit and then we will kind of end it there. Let me share my talk. We've got kids centric. All right, Kyle, get this Jesse. I love getting emails like this. He's an 18 year old developer. It's like anything I can do to improve my app ASO functionality. Thanks so much. 18 year old doesn't have too much for marketing. <laughs> What's funny, Jesse? And, and, and first of all, like, congrats, man. 18 year old building an app already. Like, congrats. <laughs> Teach yes, us. Con <laughs> congrats on that. And the fact that you're thinking about a baby tracker as an 18 year old, dude, you wow. got to tell me that story, Kyle. <laughs> all right. So the the app itself, the screenshots, look, it's, it's kind of boring in my eye. I, and Jesse, you tell me what, if you've seen anything different. I actually hate with a passion when screenshots have words that go up, organize all your child's and then go down and then go back up again. Like what book 
do you see even children's book don't do this they don't make me look for words again i read left to right or up and down like i don't go up down up down i don't read like that so i really hate it i don't know if you got stats to back up my my emotionals uh, on this my emotions unfortunately to some extent the opposite so we've seen <laughs> how dare you Jesse? That, that that zigzag thing works uh but it always depends a lot on on like uh it was actually a word game that that featured this and it worked so it's uh it depends on 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 genres uh and and but here there's definitely one thing uh that would be a really really easy win so it, it looks like uh um, most likely this this is my hypothesis of what happened but like as apple now requests the 6.5 screenshots it looks like you you've uh, just like sort of squeezed in these 5.5 inch screenshots to the 6.5 uh inch screenshots and and that even though your app looks like it, it's really well made and, and everything is on point that can be a major turnoff for people to see things in in like it, it looks buggy when when devices are are too uh like it, it's not wide enough and and the taglines and fonts are a bit like squeezed um so that that's that's an easy win uh another thing is uh you would be surprised on what's the impact of having new devices um and again like I, i've been say, saying this now many times uh like apple featuring um but um if you want to get featured that's one of the things that you need to have in place i have never ever seen uh, any app get featured that had an old device uh on the screenshots mm, so they really really that. take a look at that mm. yeah and, and it also portrays the the kind of the the production value a tiny thing but but a subtle thing that uh helps people to get on the right mindset um and and one really popular thing with with apps like yours is to to like play around with the uh like screenshots so that you you'll have like a background element that could flow uh between the screenshots maybe one device could be uh, like you have the one that's that's uh like a bit tilted uh, on the sideways the one that has keep track of medical records mm -hmm. have a device like that split between two two screens so that you can zoom in a bit and show your great product uh, and have more placements to the uh, to have one tagline on top and then the other one uh, on the bottom just to piss Steve off uh, but mm -hmm. uh but yeah so definitely th those would be just a couple of things that that came to my mind looking at this first and and one last thing device is white the background is white mm -hmm. uh so you can really play around with now the background color and the font color when the device is white and your color scheme is like like it is so it's it's quite neutral um so your icon has has great color palette so maybe pull off some of those elements to the background or or uh just some patterns uh, to the background to make it a bit more lively and make the device pop a bit yeah i like that i like all those the other thing i would say is from a keyword perspective when you're just starting out kyle you want to really focus more on the long tail keywords it's a lot of keyword research and now i've shared this in the past but i always use a tool called that follow and kind of do keyword research to find the biggest competitors out there and just use that follow and go into their keyword search ads rec recommendation here and then put in one of your biggest competitors so like baby tracker i'm just gonna put that see what comes up and what let's let's see 
newborn log that's perfect okay so what you're going to see is a ton of different keywords baby tracker obviously is a big one it's very it's probably going to be really competitive right so what to expect good one the wonder weeks it just comes up with a lot of different keywords that you might be potentially able to target and their search scores are right here then you put it into a tool like app radar sponsor of the podcast and show but then you can get the difficulty scores and then you can really go after the keywords that have lower difficulty and pretty high search volume but this is one great way of doing a lack med right like breastfeeding tracker also i'm thinking as a as a parent myself i remember when i had my first kid that's when you're the most anxious and you're most afraid and so maybe play on those fears you're 18 i don't know if you know any of this stuff but maybe ask your mom and maybe see how she might have felt when she first had your the firstborn because you're like you're tracking poops you're trapped i mean you're literally tracking like which boob did the baby feed on like essentially and then how much they poop and how much they pee you're tracking everything and so play on those fears a little bit like what anxiety a parent a new parent might be going through because jesse by the sense by the time i got to the second kid i was like i know all this i don't need to track any of this <laughs> shit anymore it's all good <laughs> but these are the things yeah. that you might want to play on in your screenshots the words you use because it helps you differentiate uh, between the other big apps out there too that that was a really good point man uh and and also taking it even further like maybe maybe some of the keywords that you could emphasize is is pregnancy and this stuff because at that point parents are quite anxious and, and scared about what's coming and they they might still have a bit of time to to explore the app store uh, before the baby is is alive and kicking uh so so and and actually some of some of the competitors well not exactly sure what are all of your competitors but like flow flow health and 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 these guys that i put up here have these these uh pregnancy words up there but yeah. uh, but as you can see man like i and and we've talked about screen uh, icons today as well and you nailed it down here like this is it like imagine you would see a a apple featuring happen now and and uh the only thing that you can see are these screenshots and you would want to see in or get some info for your baby well it's definitely those baby feet. So well done. Like that's, that's a really good icon, man. Yeah. I like that. I love this tool, Jesse. Like this is great. Cause you know, like, Thanks. and I love that you're showing it because then we can say, if I can just tell people like it's AB testing tool, but I actually like this for better. Like you get to see, and then you're like, okay, what can I change? Because I think the hardest part of AB testing is like, what about this? What about this? It's like, no, what about this? Because I have data that says, look at my competitors. They they have some white icons. They have this icon. The orange one seems to be blending. You know, now you can really start to think through what you should be able to testing based on your your competitors. Right. Thanks. Yeah. That this this came from the pain of of uh, before I used to do this manually uh, to Google Docs, and then the data got like old in in a day, and then you had to do it all over again. So yeah. <laughs> I love it, right? Do it painfully and then build the technology above it. All right. right. Let's end with this. Let's go through the app as well. Yeah. And so I first opened it, Kidcentric, stay organized, make it easy to stay organized and allow your children to track. Again, like what I always say, this is the first screen that I see is there's a thing called drunken download. I download this. Obviously, I'm a parent, so I'm not going to be drunken. Let's just say like <laughs> lack of sleep download. What was this app against Kidcentric? So talk about like, you know, all your babies, you know, all the newborns, newborn would probably better, but like log all your newborns or stay on top of your newborn progress. Stay organized, makes it, when I look at this app, let's say I just open it again, I'm like, wait, is this a to-do list app? 
stay organized. I don't think about that as a parent, stay organized. I think about like tracking my newborn's progress. So, and, and something good, good from Dossel from the previous one, mm -hmm. the, the, the pictures looked great. Uh, yeah. Like the, it, 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 like you can go to Unsplash and, and, and see those uh, credit, credit the ones who have taken the pictures, but you can get like good quality, like free royalty free pictures as well that you could, you could put in here uh, to, to make it even more uh, tap into the, the mindset of parents. Kyle, you're must be a great developer. Create memories. I like that. Declutter. Mm, okay. I like it. This is perfect. This is beautiful. Get started. Okay. Yeah. And this is what Dossal can do. And there's the button. Yeah. There's the button that we were talking about. It all comes around. Great. This is one thing that we always say to, oh, it's only 10 bucks. Man, you should be making money off this if it's only 10 bucks. One, I think I would increase yeah. the price to maybe 20 because who wouldn't want to pay 20? I do think that 30 day free trial is a little bit too long. I think one week is good enough. What we found is more people, one, you're going to have to wait 30 days to get paid, which is a really, really long time to figure out any type of metrics, how many people are unsubscribing, how many people sign up for a trial and never pay. So I always say just do a seven day trial. It is really good enough to get started, but this is great. You, you know, you should have this as part of your onboarding experience. So great onboarding experience, your child's milestones and achievements, store your child's art part. Okay, good. I like the little benefits, maybe some social proof here would be helpful, but mm. overall good. And I would say instead of subscribe, get started for free. I think you can do that. I know yeah. Apple is very picky with the, with the wordings that you put on buttons, but I think you can say, get started for free because nobody wants to subscribe yeah. essentially. Okay. Mm, or, or even, even start to start to track your, your start to log your kids info or, or like double down on the actual action. So Jesse, here's if a, that's what Apple allows. Yeah. Here's another mistake that I see developers make. Look at this. So I X'd out, I didn't yeah. pay. It's a blank screen. Yeah, like uh, there was a word for it. Can't remember, but but uh, like- Stupid? No, I'm just kidding. Have, <laughs> <laughs> like, but always have something that, that yeah. uh, like, never have an empty state. So always when you're if, if else turns to else. So yes. make sure that, <laughs> that you have something that you, you uh like print out <laughs> yeah no i think uh, after else any ux development they go like okay what's the empty state right what's a the optimal state because everybody draws the optimal state right nobody draws yeah. the empty state what does it look like when we have no content when we have no children what does it look like when the optimal we have two 2.5 is the average and then what does it look like when we have like five that we want to potentially track so the the opportunity here i was just messing around with you kyle it's not stupid because yeah. i see this mistake everywhere but the opportunity is, is to one use the premium version right like have the premium version up top to get them to buy because i just x'd out so remind them always and i point to and there's a couple of different apps that i point to on this oh there's this great motivation app that i'll show you guys but essentially you know you see this you have the trial mm -hmm. but you always have this this motivation right. when I clicked it, it's always there. So have that capability for mm. me to try on. And then don't make me go up here. If I, if the first thing I, I you want me to do, because I'm going to eventually buy is to add a child. Don't put the button way up top, like put add child. You have mm. all this room, like add child or, you know, like have some words here that say, you know, parents who track are 20% more, per, are 20% more likely to be better parents. Something that gets me to That's convert. Good rather than having this add child button way up top. Okay. So, uh, or, or even like go straight up to this, 
like like after you you whatever is the outcome from yeah, the right. subscription screen straight up to this yes like this agreed. this is trivial having that in in between yes agreed love it all right i think that's good jesse i feel great about this thank you guys for yeah. joining i know there's a few time people joe agrees joe's always got comments here Joe says, first time experience can be improved. I close out of the sub page and it's just a white screen. Yeah, Joe says the same thing. You're right, Joe. All right, I'm And fine. then the external, thank you. I've only made $6 on the app so far. I think this, the internal oh. external is the the English one. I think that's Oh, right, 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 right. So yeah. good luck on that. And then Joe might have an answer to this, but what have you used for onboarding tutorial? I don't know, AJ, I don't know. I'm not a coder, but I've seen this. I think it's pretty easy to, create but again i'm not a developer so i'm not sure one and and, and like if you don't want to create one uh the one tool that we use on geek lab is intercom uh, even though it's a chat tool they they do have this onboarding and tutorial and product overviews so if if and, and they have by the way uh like this startup uh subscription things as well like if you want to just dive right into it and and not pay 200 bucks a month so you can apply for the startup program and and get it for free and by the way not a paid advertisement even so it's, it's a great tool uh <laughs> we should get paid for it okay the internal yeah. external thank you guys so much for the feedback you're welcome let me know the internal external are you the kid centric are you kyle are you which app developer are you as well demetrios thank you so thanks guys for all the input sorry if we were a little bit harsh but that's what we're here for cool thank you guys for coming look guys once again it is you guys saw a preview of what Geek Lab can do. That's just so much more. And I'm gonna share this with you. Oops. Let me share my screen again. All right, here we go. The so go check them out. It's geeklab.app. Geeklab.app. You saw Jesse show you off his screens. You can kind of compare your competitors. What are they using in their screenshots? What do their app icons look like to give you a sense of where you can actually get started with A-B testing? And as Jesse said, you know, if you want a holistic view, test all that. But if you want to start with the icons and the screenshots, those are going to be the biggest bang for your buck. So geeklab.app. Jesse, if the audience wants to follow up with you and say thank you so much for coming on to this beautiful live stream, where thank else do you want to send them? Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. And and yeah, if, if anyone wants to get in touch with me, you can you can find me on LinkedIn uh, easily. I'll 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 usually approve every single uh, connection request. So so let's let's have a chat if if you have any questions. And and you can also find us on 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 our site too. So even if you want to chat, so there is the intercom button on the right. Now that I'm online, so if you press there, ah, oh, there it is. Uh, so I'm hi. not the only employee working. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so, but uh, but um, but I I'm, I also every now and then tend to to pick up those uh, as well. So yeah, you can find us everywhere. And and uh, if if you have interest for our product, please please uh, take a look at it. There's there's a free trial as well, so you can just jump right into it. We have a blog too with with some case studies, so you can see how well there's one uh, how Rovio changed. And improved their IPM by 15% while lowering their cost per install by by 20% at the same time. So so yeah, feel free right. to take a look. It's not just the A/B testing. You can A/B test. You can validate your ideas, just like someone had earlier. The question benchmark, which Jesse showed a lot of. I love that part of it as well. GeekLab.app. Jesse, thank you so much for coming on. Joe, thank you so Thanks much for, for coming me, on. AJ, thank you. 
Kyle. Kyle was the Kitsetchik on the internal external. I like the internal external nice. name. Congrats. Yeah. AJ, maybe you can ask Kyle what he's using for them. But Joe says there's a bunch of turnkey onboarding solutions on GitHub. Right. And then, yeah, we'll see you next week. Next week, guys, I do. I have an ASO that one of the, by filling out an app audit, I picked one of the apps and I said, look, I'm going to do a premium ASO for you. So we did an ASO project together. I did it all for free. It's benefits of filling out that form. And I'm going to share that case study with you guys, how we approach ASO, how we actually did all the keyword research, how we optimized and what campaigns we ran to grow downloads and sales. And we're going to share all those numbers. So thank you, Rudy, for letting me do this with you. But we're going to share all those numbers next week, next Friday. So say goodbye to Eric. Put a pause on Eric's channel and come to this channel <laughs> next Friday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We're going to share all those details. You don't want to miss it. You're going to watch me do ASO Live with the results as well. Jesse, I'm going to make it like a cooking show. You know where they put these little ingredients and poof, you got like a beautiful meal. <laughs> That's what I'm going to do next week. <laughs> Definitely tuning in. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse, thank you so much for coming on, man. This was great. Thank Keep you for having dot ab, dot ab. Go check him out, guys. Jesse, thank you, man. I'll see you guys Thanks. next week. Thanks. Bye. Bye. You want to flex for me, Jesse? Oh, yeah, you got a sweater on. Thanks for listening to the App Masters podcast. For show notes and amazing app marketing content, check out appmasters.co.